Hello and welcome to episode 68 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast. We are the Screenplay Writers. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 68 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast, the only podcast by, for, and about screenplay writers and screenplays. We're your hosts, I'm Ryan. Hey, I'm Nathan. And we're thrilled to be back for episode 68 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast. We're creeping up in our uh, episode count. Got lots and lots to come, so don't worry, we're not running out of topics anytime, anytime this Decade or next decade, I would say. Easily got lots, in, lots of airtime to fill. In the 2030s, we might start to run out a little bit, but yeah. then we can always repeat topics and sort of adapt, uh, adapt them for the future age. Absolutely. By that time, everything we talked about in the first uh, 2000 will probably be worthy of a of a re uh reconsideration as you said uh with robot technology um mars mars exploration uh flying cars and helicopters that fly by that point there will be lots to readdress yeah like our exa- our episode on setting would be completely different because we'd probably be talking about moon craters and space stations yeah and instead of a normal italian restaurant to set your screenplay and you'd be setting it in a space pod restaurant where all they serve is little pellets absolutely space diner uh space diners space airport food probably space station food will be a big topic of sort of seinfeld-esque humor uh by that point um yeah so there'll be lots to consider, definitely. Elon Musk will be bionic, possibly, by that point. That'll be a whole episode on its own, probably. Yeah. Dealing with Elon Musk's uh, bionic elements to his body. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, that'll be really interesting. So until then, anyway, today we're talking about something that's also quite futuristic and computer-oriented, and that is storage. Storage, yeah, important topic. It is important uh, just to store your files, your screenplays on your computer. How you go about doing that, where whether it's a cloud storage, a hard drive, saving it on your computer just locally. There's a lot of options. But before that, Ryan, have you seen any good movies lately? Seen any good movies? Um, Let's see. What have I been up to lately? And has it involved movies or screenplays on screen? I mean, hmm. in some ways, it's like they. It's no matter what we do in the, on on Earth, um, we're always kind of indirectly involving screenplays and movies. So even if we didn't Definitely. go see a movie or yeah. write a movie, we're in gathering touch. inspiration. Gathering, yeah, absolutely. I so that's a no for me. How about you? Have you seen anything? No, I've been so sick. Yeah, I, you're I just sounding. Got, yeah, I got sick um in the last week, and my uh, well, my doctor. If, you, if anyone listens to th- right. the last week's episode, uh, 
Graham is nowhere to be found. He's not contacting me or anything. So right, yeah. unlicensed Doctor Graham has. Uh, well, He's MIA. We talked to him last week. He was in Cayman Islands. Yeah. So you're saying maybe you haven't gotten any messages from him since then. I've been trying to co- contact him because I came down with a pretty bad cold. Right. And so I've sort of just been in bed, thermometer in my mouth, ice pack on the head, hmm. um, trying to... Well, I've sent him a few e-transfers for ballots to potentially win some red salt juice, Himalayan salt juice, but I have not heard back from him. But that's one-way communication, and it is communication, you know, regardless. So I have communicated at him. That's true. And, I mean, I've been sending him e-transfers, and I know because I kind of get my paycheck rerouted through him, and then he kind of skims right. a bit off the top and gives it back to me. So right. that's been going through. He has been accepting those e-transfers. So right. at he, least I know he's okay. He's just he, maybe... A, tired doesn't want to talk right yeah he, you were telling me he uh he manages your benefits package for you yeah so he he does automatic deductions and also does your taxes for you i believe you said he he skims a bit of your tax money off the top so you don't have to worry about that later on yeah he, he's constantly telling me not to worry about stuff and yeah. just kind of like to hand it over to him which is pretty awesome actually i don't have to worry never really that worried about it yeah that's great no that's that's fantastic um, yeah, well, that is a good uh, tie-in. Speaking of emails and contacting unlicensed Dr. Graham, talking about storage, you know, how do we store our files? As you were saying, this is a topic that we get lots and lots of private DMs and private questions about all the time. Uh, people wanting to know how do we store our files because when you're producing the amount of production that we are producing, which is dozens and dozens and dozens of screenplays, snippets, brainstorm sessions, photos of whiteboards that we're definitely going to come back to later on to look at, which is very common for us. Where do you store all that? It's a good question that people often ask us privately, and that's why we did this episode today. Yeah, it's difficult to know kind of where to store stuff. So should we go through the major kind of options of where you can store files digitally? Yeah. I guess the first would just be on your computer. Right on your computer. Yeah. Number one. On the desktop or in, in a folder on in, under your documents. We found that right on the desktop is a good place to, to access your files because it's right there on that screen that you can just double click on, open up the folder, and access all your files right there. You don't have to think, mm, where was this stuff? Do I have a need do I need a password to log in? Uh, what, you know, what's my file naming convention? What you do is you just drag all your files into that folder on your desktop. But what we recommend is giving it a name that would confuse people that uh, wouldn't give away that it's all your screenplays so that if your computer does get stolen, people won't think to look there. So what I typically do is I call it admin. I call it admin. And that as a way to right away people see that they're not even going to click on it because it's a boring topic that people won't be interested in clicking on. If a thief gets a hold of your computer and checks out the desktop, it'll be uh, he'll never go through admin one through a thousand. Exactly. Kind of label, and then you can also make a separate document, a spreadsheet that kind of shows the file name, admin number, and then what the actual screenplay title is, and then you can call that one double admin so it's no yeah. one would ever look at it boring so boring yeah yeah but the only problem with storing your files on the desktop we've encountered is that 
then you can't see your desktop picture on the back, your wallpaper. Right. It's covered with all these files. So that is the one con. It's easy, but you don't get that beautiful picture. Um, right. What's your desktop wallpaper right now? My desktop wallpaper is a picture of a skateboarder, which is something I always wanted to try but didn't get a chance to. So it's a way for me to live vicariously through that that person. Yeah. Skateboarding. And it's also I've been working on three or four screenplays about skateboarders in the past couple months. It's a topic that I'm just really engaged in. Um I've got I'm working on roller guys, uh board buddies, um, a couple screenplays that take place Mostly in SoCal or uh, Vancouver uh, city center neighborhood. Um, people skateboarding on parks and um, they're asked to leave often and then they say no way. They want to get back to boarding. That kind of thing. Sort of like Mighty Ducks uh, meets that skateboarding movie from the 90s. Yeah. So, yeah, working on those. I'll, I'll uh, report back on, on those in the near future. My desktop wallpaper is a picture of Minnie Mouse and Mickey Mouse holding hands. Right on. And Goofy's wagging, wagging a finger. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that sort of brings us... This is a connecting point I have here. So then you have cloud storage. Right. Which now, I don't know if you're familiar with this, iCloud, you can actually... You have a setting which your desktop can be part of your iCloud storage. Right. Um, and tell us what the cloud means. Explain it to me as if I was six years old. Because I've heard about it, but I don't tap into that feature. <laughs> essentially, the <laughs> essentially, the cloud is like where you can you can put your files in a place that's not on your computer, but you can access them and okay. then you can access them from anywhere okay yeah okay so so it doesn't take up space in your computer okay so it's almost like it's you're sending your files by email to another destination and then sort you're of, yeah. you're kind of calling on them when you need them when you need them yeah okay okay and who where are they stored they're stored with apple icloud okay is that a physical place? Is there a physical place that they're stored on? Mm, I actually don't know. I just... don't really know how that it technically works, but okay. Interesting. Yeah, I'm they probably have servers that are like loading the files. Right. Yeah, my wife and I use computers on the same, you know, Wi-Fi, and I'm always getting asked if I want to log into her iCloud, and really? I don't really know what that means. As we've talked about before, she's a human rights accountant uh, for various human rights organizations. She does accounting for them. Uh, and so I don't, you know, it's probably uh, private information that I don't, I shouldn't be accessing. So I, that's why I tend not to want to log into her iCloud. And plus, I don't want to overload her storage with all my, my Word documments. Because they're, 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 they're dozens and dozens of pages each. That, yeah. I don't know much about storage, but that must just eat up. I know when I store books at home, first of all, they're very heavy, and pages and pages and pages. You could have four books, and it takes up an entire shelf. 
So four screenplays, that's probably filling up. Like know, a gig each. Document. It's probably like four gigs. Whatever. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. of pages. So I don't want to overload the, you know, these are human rights organizations that are, you know, nonprofits are underfunded, many of them. Yeah. Um, their main expense is her human rights accounting uh, organization that charges a pretty penny, but she does an important service as well. Wow. Nice. So, let's do script surgery. Scalpel. Dialogue. Character development. On script so, surgery, we take apart the screenplay from the ground up and we rebuild it uh, in the surgeon's room, which is where we are right now, uh, metaphorically. So, today we're going to talk about Beautiful We're trying boy. to get into a physical surgeon's room to maybe record that would be kind of a cool thing for like a video promo or something that would be fantastic we're trying to do that we've called several of the hospitals we called 911 because it's the only phone number we know to reach a hospital they asked us not to do that we only did it one more time after that and then we agreed we would stop because it's always like what's your emergency and then we say we desperately need to film a video in a yeah. surgeon's room. Yeah, the first time we said define emergency because everyone has a different definition. For us, it's an true. emergency is getting a screenplay up and running because yeah. we it's important to us and we consider it our life's work and emergency sort of nature. So there should be a f- there should be a full service vehicle that's just for screenplay emergencies. Yeah, it comes down to the coffee shop and the the. EMTs help you out with ideas and where the story could go. And essentially that's what we're doing today on script surgery is it's an emergency surgery on a screenplay to fix it up and get it out the door feeling healthy again. That one today is Beautiful Boy. Beautiful Boy. So this is a screenplay that's on screen right now. Uh, It's called Beautiful Boy. It's out there. Nathan, why don't you give us a bit of a rundown on your take? Yeah, I mean, I thought it's basically um, father and son story based on a true story, drug addiction. It's quite sad. And I can't really, like, think of anything else besides that, to be honest. It's good lighting. summed up. Yeah, First the lighting thing I was thought good. Was with yeah. This one was the good lighting. Uh, moody and dramatic, yet optimistic and enlightening and, and invigorating, but also sad. It is sad. I actually kind of like was debating in my head throughout the whole movie. I was wondering what year did this take place in? Um, and I wish they'd yeah. said it off the top. They just said, because I, I, my guess is 2002, 2003. Right. I then looked up the story it was based on and that timeline does check out. Okay. Because it's based on, uh, well, the dad in the movie wrote a book. That was based on a New York Times article that came out in 2005. Uh oh. Oh my God. Oh, jeez. We got, yeah, we got a spoiler alert. Okay. I am so sorry, folks. That was brutal. Went a little bit down the spoiler alert. Um, Emergency. Speaking of emergency, that was an emergency spoiler alert. Yeah, we're going to have to cut that there. Um, But anyway, I guess suffice to say, Nathan, uh, heck of a screenplay. Wouldn't change a word. Yeah, wouldn't change a word. Yeah, fantastic. Nice lighting, great screenplay. Um, nice job. Let's do logline cage match. 
On Log On Cage Match, we pitch a story uh, that one of us is working on, and we give each other no-holds-barred feedback to uh, really just be honest and open about what's going right, what's going wrong, what's what's uh, in need of work with these ideas. So I think, Nathan, you have one for us today. Yeah, it's called uh, The Killer from the TV. Okay. Basically, it's like... Um, a, a a mysterious TV is purchased at best at Best Buy, and a family when they go to watch a movie, and they watch a horror movie, the killer comes out from the TV and mm-hmm. slashes them. I like it. Yeah, I like it. You know what I might call that? Just I know it's a working title for you. You're still brainstorming titles, I'm guessing. No, that one's pretty locked in. Yeah. What I would say is change your title. And I've got a f- an idea. How about Big Scream TV? <laughs> big Scream TV. Hmm. Um, you think people would get confused, though? No. I think they'll like it and go and see it if it's <laughs> the title. Okay. But anyway, I think that's honestly a fantastic idea. Nice. I love it. Um Family sits down. I can see it now. It's dark, stormy popcorn. night. Popcorn out. Dad comes down. Hey, guys, who wants a peanut butter cup? Flips it to one of the kids. They sit down. Who wants? M&M's. The mom walks in. Yeah, flips yeah, the M&M's. They, so they got their snacks. Yeah, that's good. And then they turn on the, the soda. They have the TV. Girl runs upstairs. Grabs. So they got all their snacks. Yeah. yeah, they got all their snacks. then. And then oh, don't forget the Lay's. Because yeah, the one kid yeah. doesn't like popcorn. He likes yeah. playing Lay's. Right, right. Snacks in hand. Snacks in hand. Establish the snack scene. I think... I don't know if I do four snacks, but you know, do a couple what about snacks. Six. Sure. No, 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 no. Girl runs back I'd up. Go the Nibs direction. for everybody. No. Well, oh, you know I almost what? forgot that we had leftover Halloween candy. You're trying to get in the variety pack. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Your screenplay, you can take that any direction you want. Yeah. Bottom line is great concept. Uh, six or seven more drafts probably, and you probably have a hit on your hands. Exactly. Um, might want to. Reconsider the name a bit. What was your name? The Killer from TV. The Killer from TV is actually pretty sharp. Actually, yeah. I like. And it'd be a sharp TV. TV as well. Oh, sharp TV. Or the brand of TV could be something totally different, just like uh, Slasher. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like, oh, we never heard of this brand before. Murder TV. Murder TV company. Horror the TV. TV. They ordered on a website that ships TV, like you said. And it shows up at their door, and the brand is Murder TVs. I like it. That's great. And then maybe a detective starts to try to solve the case, and uh, they go to a factory, and it's full of these Murder TVs, and they burn the factory down. Something like that? Yeah, that'd be fun. Some kind of finish uh, climactic conclusion would be called for, and I love it. Keep working on it. Fantastic. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode on storage. A very important topic. You want iCloud storage, whatever, uh, on your computer. I almost feel like we should do a part two of storage. We could because we didn't totally cover all the topics. So we'll see. We'll see what we do next week. See what we do next week. Hope you're feeling better, Nathan. Hope you can track down Dr. Graham. He's in the Cayman somewhere. Maybe we should go see him sometime. That'd be fun. 
As always, everybody, keep your dialogue snappy. Always keep writing. <laughs>